Postseason tickets have been punched. We're just waiting to see who goes toe-to-toe. But before we get there, Steele and I are breaking down the Eastern Conference X-Factors, under-the-radar players or pieces that could make the difference in this first round. Thank you for joining us. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday, and thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Steele and I are extra fired up for the next few episodes. We are going hard in the paint with the postseason coverage starting today with Eastern Conference X-Factors, but tomorrow we're going to have Western Conference X-Factors and kicking off next week. We'll break down every single series with our preview and prediction, maybe some bets as well. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Like I said, Steele, I have a lot of notes. I went old school today, (laughs) pal. Pen and paper again. I don't know where you want to start. We're starting in the East because I think we have a little bit more to say about that. Obviously, two wildcard spots. They could jockey for position here with a Florida win tonight. I don't know where you want to take it, but take it away, my friend. Well, let's start with the top of the Atlantic division. Let's start with all of the Atlantic division, actually, because we're talking about all the X-Factor teams. We're talking about X-Factor players uh, Mm -hmm. or coaches or anything that can make the difference in a playoff series. So let's start in the Atlantic division with the top team Mm. in the NHL, the Boston Bruins. This was a hard question for me because (laughs) you – it's so hard to nitpick the best well, team in the NHL looking for X factors. So I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just going with this and this is my answer for X factors. Okay. I think you have to rely on the Mount Rushmore for the Boston Bruins. That means David Pasternak. That means mm. Brad Marchand. That means Patrice Bergeron. Yep. And of course on the back end, Charlie McAvoy, you look, you look at those four players who have dominated all season long. Obviously, Marchand and McAvoy starting the year off with injury, but being able to jump mm-hmm. back right into the swing of things for the Bruins. I think you look at the top four players, the experience that, of course, Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marchand bring, especially Bergeron and uh, Bergeron and Marchand. But th- th- it's really hard to look at this team and try to think of any weaknesses that they might have because there is none. You look at their defensive core, Hampus Lindholm, yeah. Brandon Carlo, Chat- uh, Charlie McAvoy, and the rest are absolutely elite this year. The goaltending you're getting from Swayman and Allmark has been second to none in the NHL as well. And Mm. compared uh, to last year with their forward group, their forward core, the bottom six has been a lot better this year. I know they've switched things around a little bit. You add Garnett Hathaway, you add Tyler Bertuzzi, but it's really benefited Mm -hmm. themselves as well. Charlie Charlie Coyle has been uh, exceptionally well this year uh, too for the Boston Bruins. So all around, the team is uh, pretty much perfect, uh, and, and it's really hard to single out one X factor. It's so true, Steele. But how about I hit you with this? Because you mentioned the Mount Rushmore, and I'm actually fine with that X factor. And this is where we're taking a look at things for all of these teams. It might not necessarily be one piece. It might actually be special teams. It might be certain trends that mm-hmm. they need to maintain. So I love these conversations. And what I have down for the Boston Bruins is health. 
to those Mount Rushmore pieces. And maybe that sounds like a cop-out, but I think it goes in the vein of what you're saying with, what else do we say about this Boston Bruins team? To me, there's a lot of track record on those bodies, a lot of games because of how good this Boston Bruins team has been. And I'm looking at Krejci, I'm looking at Bergeron, and I'm looking at Marshawn, those three at the top of they need to stay healthy. They need to play very smart because we know as much as how they have been effective and very good and at the top of their position, steal fantasy or otherwise, Bergeron has a track record of injury. Marshawn can play too much with edge and not only take dumb penalties, but he can get banged up because of how aggressive he tends to play. So for me, X factor is their ability to stay healthy to those three veteran pieces. And I'd even throw in David Krejci yeah. because of how good he has been. I don't know what you think about that take <laughs> before we move on very quickly. Yeah, no, he definitely should be in there as well. Obviously coming back to the Bruins organization, uh, wanting to rekindle that kind of chemistry he's had with David Pastrack, Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. So he uh -huh. should be there as well. It is the Mount Rushmore, but you can't change that term. But uh, yeah, he is no. very important to the team and health will be, a huge factor for all playoffs okay. team. That's where I'm going okay. with this next X factor and okay. uh, kind of being very, when you talk about Brad Marchand, he get a little feisty, get a little bit uh, antagonizing and take dumb penalties. And that goes for the same for this player, Toronto Maple Leafs. For me, the X factor has to be Michael Bunting. And I think we all know the reason why okay. it has to be Michael Bunting. I like it. Over the last month, players have been taking notes. They've been watching games. They've seen what has happened and what has been going on between Michael Bunting mm -hmm. and the officiating in the NHL. So they're watching. They're taking notes. And that's what's Good happening point. over the last month as well. Boone, we saw that with Boone Jenner uh, against the Leafs and, and Columbus Blue Jackets where he was going after Michael Bunting. We've seen time and time again offici officials kicking him out of the game or putting him in the box, which just doesn't make any sense. He's been told to keep his mouth shut. That's Sheldon Keefe's job is to make sure he can keep Michael Bunting aware of his surroundings and aware of what's going on in the playoff series. So that's Sheldon Keefe's job, but it's Bunting's job to keep calm and make sure he doesn't fall into those traps. And we already know what type of series we're going to get against the Toronto Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay Lightning. If this is anything like the first round series so. last year, or even just like the game that happened two days ago or three days ago where Toronto had 28 penalty mm -hmm. minutes and Tampa Bay had 24 penalty minutes, then that's exactly what we're going to get in three days or four days when the Leafs and Tampa Bay Lightning face off in the first round in game one. That's exactly what's going to happen. A very high-intensity physicality game, and they're going to be targeting Michael Bunting to make sure that he uh, takes as many penalties as possible because – Players have been going after him, and they've been taking notes. Mm. I hate to say you're sounding so on point because that was one of the things that was on my X-Factor list mm -hmm. because I copped out with the Leafs because there's just so much complexity to what this team needs to do yes. off ice and in their heads, in my opinion, Steele. Like, getting it done on the ice is one thing, but I think a big hurdle that this Maple Leafs team has to clear is in their mental game and sharpness because that was one of the things that I had to tip my cap to to the Tampa Bay Lightning last year they went down a goal to the Leafs unfazed came right back and seemed to score two every time the Leafs went up or padded a lead or got a lead Tampa was right there to take it away or at least pad their own lead and I think that's where it starts and it ends with Michael Bunting being able to play that line where he's effective but he doesn't take away from his team's ability to 
capitalize at five on five and put them behind the eight ball. So my two X factors. Wow. Where do you want me to go here, my friend? Because you're, <laughs> you're, you're throwing me X factors all the way. Do you want to hear my Toronto X factor? You want my Tampa X factor? Or do you want both? Let's go, let's go Toronto X factor and we'll get to the Tampa Bay lightning X factor after the break. But uh, yeah, let's hear Thank your Toronto Maple Leafs. Who do you think should be the number one guy that gets them out of that first round series? It gong with the same sentiment of staying mentally tough. And I mm-hmm. want to see what the Tampa Bay lightning did last year out of the Maple Leafs this year. If they go down, I don't want them to be rattled because they're good enough to come right back. And the confidence for me, Steele, the veteran leadership, it's got to come from the guy wearing the C on his chest. And to me, John Tavares hasn't been there as the guy to lead the team against the Montreal Canadiens two years ago because he was injured last year. He was there. Three goals, three assists in six games, a couple of clutch goals. I think you're going to see the best hockey you've ever seen out of John Tavares because his window for winning is also closing on the end of his career here at some point, right, Steele? He's going to fall out of the prime chances to win John Tavares, my X factor, because he needs to be the leader in that locker room, on the bench, off the ice, and of course, on it. Would absolutely love to see Johnny T get absolutely fired up. That's what I've been saying for the last little while. There's not enough communication or at least intensity Mm. coming, at least visually, uh, from him on the bench. So I would love to see him get a little bit more hyped and intense with his players as he looks. To, to, to acquire a Stanley Cup championship under his yes. belt as well. Let's talk about X-Factors more on that. We'll start with the Tampa Bay Lightning after the break, but yes, we sir. do have to talk about eBay Motors. eBay Motors, one of our new favorite sponsors, and for a championship team, well, you know today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, so that's first and foremost. But for any championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. And the same goes for your vehicle, and every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts or accessories, you head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you make sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Barely got that one out there, Steel. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love, all the support you show us every single day. The playoffs are right around the corner, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's get fired up for all the big-time bets that are coming your way next week in the first-round series of the NHL postseason. Let's continue on the topic, though of X factors in the playoffs. Let's go over to the Tampa Bay lightning flip. And for me, this kind of goes hand in hand with what we were just talking about for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But my X factor actually is John Cooper of the Tampa Bay lightning. It needs to be the head coach of the Tampa Bay lightning. Explain this, this no other team has played longer or more Mm. hockey than the Tampa Bay lightning. The last Mm. four years, they've played Mm. the most hockey They've been to the Stanley Cup Finals three times. They've won the Stanley Cup twice in the last three years. No one's done more than the Tampa Bay Lightning and John Cooper. With that being said, 
He needs to do an extraordinary job at getting his team ready and hyped for this first round series against the Leafs again. Also, at the same time, keeping his team level-headed. Because like I was just talking about, they had 24 penalty minutes the other day against Toronto. They had 276 penalty minutes in last year's playoffs. That's 80 more penalty minutes than the second team. That was the Edmonton Oilers. And they didn't even make it to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. But at the same time, goon with all squad. that being said, goon it, is, it is a goon, uh, goon squad. And, that, and those are the names yeah. that I'm about to bring up right now. When you have tough guys like Patrick Mar- uh, Patrick Maroon, Corey Perry, mm. Tanner Janot, Brandon Hagel, even some players like Mikhail Sergachev or Nikita Kucherov who at times play a very dirty game and take mm. very dumb penalties as well. Mm. When you have those type of players and a lot of those players at that as well, you have to find a way to control their control their emotions and calm them down while also getting them into the play intensify at a very intensified level. So for me, there's a lot of room of error on John mm. Cooper if he can't keep a lot of those bottom six forwards calm because it didn't affect them last year. They made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, but nonetheless, those penalties will come to bite them back in the butt at some point this season. And maybe they already starting to steal because yeah. we've seen this Tampa Bay Lightning team struggle down the stretch and struggle mightily. And yes, we are Toronto Maple Leafs fans. And yes, we are clear about that. But unbiasedly, mm-hmm. this Tampa Bay Lightning team doesn't look like the team that went to three state Stanley Cups. Are they yeah. a sleeping giant? Do they still have Andre Vasilevsky, John Cooper, and all of these stud players in the mix? 100%, and I'm not even ready to call the Toronto Maple Leafs favorites in this series, even though Vegas might tip that that way just slightly. I'd still give the edge to Tampa. But before we move on, we'll round out this division with Florida, and then let's move on to the Metro to round out yeah. the show. I think you might even have a better two at the end. I don't know. We'll tease that for the end. But the Tampa Bay Lightning sit only at the 16th best penalty kill this year. Yeah. If what you say happens even one or two times and they can't rein in that emotion or play with the right edge and take some dumb penalties and maybe bunting's in the mix for those reasonings, this Toronto Maple Leafs team is going to pounce on it this year because they are done with losing. I don't know if you saw Willie Nylander's quote from today asking, being asked about his career high in points. Quote, I don't give an F about what I'm doing until we win. And that's what I want to hear out of the Toronto Maple Leafs anyway. Let's move on if you're okay. Hit me with your Florida Panthers X-Factor. My Florida Panthers X-Factor is rather simple, and it's very, very quick. Mm. Um, I'll keep mine short, too. It's Alex Lyon. If he's the goalie that the Florida Panthers are going with, if he can continue to play the way that he's played the last 14 games, then they have a chance at making a deep playoff run because I'm not sure about Spencer Knight. I'm not sure about Sergei Mirovsky. Hell, I'm not even sure about Alex Lyon because he's only he's played more games this year. He's played 14 games this year. He's played more games this year than in the last five years combined. And that's mm. saying something. He's 30 that's years true. old, so he's not true. a young buck either. He's uh he's older than a lot of those other NHL goaltenders in the playoffs right now without any experience whatsoever. So. He's the X factor for me. If he can continue playing the way that he's played the last 10, 11 games and, and, you know, keeping it Mm. two goals, three goals a game, and and then you can rely on Matthew Kachuk and Barkov to do their thing offensively, that's what you got to do. But for me, it has to be goaltending. And Alex Lyon looks like he's the guy going forward. 
I felt you were going to come in here with that answer because it's the yeah. clear and a way most important one. So I'm glad that you did that because you did it the perfect justice. And let me hit it with the other X factor for me for this Panthers team. They have mm-hmm. three defensemen in the top nine and scoring on their team this year. 150 points coming from Montour, from Forsling, and from Ekblad. And I think for me, scoring from their top four D-men yep. will be the difference, especially if they go up against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, we know a team you and I have talked about struggling to score. The Panthers up front, we know Kachuk, Verhage, they're going to get theirs. Kachuk has been a beast. verhage has been a beast. But if they can add that wrinkle of points from the blue line, peppering shots, key, mm-hmm. key assist steal, I think the Carolina Hurricanes are in for all kinds of trouble. And that could really mean the difference in this series if they do go head-to-head either way. Offense from the defense, my X factor for the Florida Panthers. Yeah, I think that's a big, a good answer as well. Thank especially you. trying to get Aaron Ekblad going Huge. after a very abysmal season. That was almost uh, my X factor alone yeah, right there. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that answer because you need those defensemen to jump in, obviously, and help offensively, offensively as much as possible. But let's go over to the Metropolitan Division real quick, starting off with the Carolina Hurricanes. My X factor has to be Martin Nakash, actually. Mm. He's had a very great season, a very a stepping out season at that. 71 points in 81 games this year. Um, you know, at 24 years old, he's been absolutely incredible playing alongside Sebastian Ajo and a couple of those other guys. But when you look to the last two years in the postseason, last year's playoffs, zero goals, five points total in 14 games. He did the same thing the year before where he had two goals and three assists in 12 games. Martin Nakash really needs to step up his game in the postseason if the Hurricanes want to go anywhere because we know how great they are in the blue paint. Frederick Anderson, when he's healthy, he's one of the best. And you can rely on Mm -hmm. a guy like Auntie Ronta as a backup. Agreed. We've talked talked so much about the uh, Hurricanes blue line and how great they are defensively. So I'm not going to get into that. It's all offensively. That's the big question mark because Mm -hmm. no Pacioretty, Mm -hmm. no Andre Sveshnikov. Sebastian Ajo cannot be the player to do it all himself. And I don't yes. think I don't think you can really rely on a guy like Tivo Teravainen to score goals because that's never been a part of his game. <sighs> you know, guys like Jesper Kokaniemi and well, Jesse Pujarvi, those guys have not been reliable in at any part in their career so far. I know there's question no marks. so many question marks. So for me, Martin Nakash is the next guy in line right behind mm. Sebastian Ajo, mm-hmm. and he needs to help his teammate – teammate out and his team out offensively as much as possible so that's my x factor this is why i like doing this show with you steel because sometimes we just play off each other extra nicely i hope the listeners agree by the way smash that five star review button on spotify on apple wherever you're at if you're feeling the pod of course if you're not let us know why as well We're here to support all of you guys out there and shout out to all the fans and listeners saying that you've taken home some money this year and some championship titles in the fantasy realm. Much love to that. But Steele, this is what I mean, playing it up nicely. You mentioned those pieces that they're just, they haven't been able to get it done in their career and it's hard to count on them. Tara Vinen, Pugliarvi, even Stefan Nosen getting big minutes on the second line and just Barry Kokinyemi. But to me, those secondary, those peripheral pieces, and number one, just Barry Kokinyemi, they need to be the X Factor. There's Mm -hmm. no Max Pacioretty. There's no Svechnikov to bail this team out. 
and Sebastian Ajo and Martin Nikash aren't going to be able to get it done on their own. They're not superstars. They're really good, but yeah. they're not Kirill Kaprizov. They're not Ovechkin. They're not any of these guys who turn the tide of games on their own. So to me, it's got to be a guy like Kokinyemi. And when I looked at Kokinyemi's numbers this year, yes, spotty. Yes, spotty during his career. But this is a third overall draft pick. And at 17 goals this year and 42 points, his best season yet, I think if they need to make a little run, it's got to be one of these guys on the peripheral being the X factor. As much as I don't want to count on it, if yeah. they need to win, it's got to be these guys being the X factor. That's just the thing. I just I don't think you can count on them to be an X factor, be a game changer. That's well, the, you can't, the but they me. need to be. They need to be, especially for the Hurricanes moving forward. You know, we were so we we had a lot of faith on the Hurricanes moving forward, uh, but mm. obviously losing Patch Ready and Sveshnikov that leaves two big holes there for the Hurricanes in the playoffs. Let's go to the New Jersey Devils, though. They could actually finish mm. ahead of the Hurricanes, mm. I believe, and be atop of that Metropolitan Division. For me. Uh, this might be a little bit of a cop-out, but I actually love this answer a lot. I think everybody needs to be an X-Factor for the New Jersey Devils. Because when you Whoa. look at the roster as a whole, they only mm. have three guys that are over the age of 30. They only have six guys that have had serious, serious postseason experience of 30-plus mm -hmm. games in the playoffs. That's Dougie Hamilton, Timo Meyer, Andre Palat, Eric Halla, Ryan Graves, and Thomas Tatar. They only have six players. So this is a very young and a very inexperienced team when it comes to the playoffs. The New Jersey Devils have only been in the postseason once in over the last 10 years as well. So very young, very inexperienced team. And when you have guys like, you know, Jack Hughes, who is has a, having an incredible season, mm -hmm. Dougie Hamilton, who has playoff great experience year. and having a, uh, uh, you know, has playoff experience and having a great year. Guys that have been, uh, you know, in, in the net right now, Mackenzie Blackwood and Vitek Vanacek. 26 and 27 years old right now. Very young guys that have been stepping up this year, but don't have that playoff experience. So I think to me, mm. everyone needs to be an X factor. But if I had to pick one person as a, <laughs> as, uh, as a whole, I'm going to yep. go with Dougie Hamilton because he okay. has the most playoff experience out of anybody. I for sure, I'm going to call you out on the cop out of everyone, but I like it. I like the cop out. It's kind of like how I was saying Matthews can have a good year and be disappointing at the same time. Steel. No, I'm not going to go back there. That's my bad. I'll take that one back. I'll retract that comment. But what the comments that I want to put forth are, I'm looking at the devils this way right now. They're playing the New York Rangers. And that's the series that I want to see, actually. I want to yeah. see these two teams go head-to-head. -head, and I'll spout off my X Factor for both because they're intangible. The Devils, you mentioned their ability to, I think you mentioned how good offensively those couple of pieces have been. Mm -hmm. Their penalty kill has hovered around the top five best in the league all year long. And they're currently sitting at sixth best. So my X Factor for this Devils team is their ability to get it done defensively and to shut it down on the penalty kill. So, because we know Jack Hughes on fire, Nico Heischer on fire, Dawson Mercer really on fire in the second half of the season, Dougie Hamilton as well. Lots of offense. They need to be good defensively and they need to ride that penalty kill. Those are my X factors for the Devils. And quickly, if you don't mind for the Rangers, I think you mentioned this to me last postseason. I couldn't pull up the number. But their power play in the postseason last year was lethal. And it was yeah. pretty good this year. And it finished sixth 
best. So you got the sixth best penalty kill against the sixth best power play potentially steal. I don't think you need to hear me say much more that that right there, if those two teams go head to head, could be the X factor for that whole series. But for me, Devils PK, huge for them to go on a run and the Rangers power play, absolutely critical if they want to go on a run. (laughs) Just like this goes uh, hand in hand with my take on the New York Rangers. My take on the New Jersey Devils, everybody has to be an X factor. My take on the New York Rangers, Nobody has to be an X Factor. They are the team to be, in my honest opinion. Whoa. They are the, the team Blue to Shirt be Podcast is back, they, baby. They are the team to beat. I absolutely love what the Rangers oh, did no. at the NHL trade deadline. I love how their team looks. Oh, if no. I had to pick someone, I'm going with their captain, Jacob Truba, as long as he brings that leadership and that physicality to every single game, game in and game out, then they're not going to have any problem. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Obviously, they went up against, at the time, the reigning Cup Stanley champions. Nonetheless, they were at the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and over the last decade, the amount of times that they've been to the semifinals, or the one time against, uh, or the one time back in, uh, I believe, 20, when was it? 2015, yeah, 2015, when they also lost Mm. in the Conference Finals. I love the New York Rangers. For me, they're the team to beat. They, They were so close last year in a very tight series against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm just going to go with Jacob Truba, their captain. Let's go over to the last New York team, though. New York Islanders and their playoff Mm X-Factor. I'm just going to – it's Ilya Sorokin. He's the the X-Factor in the first round of the series. If the New York Islanders go up against the Boston Bruins, he has Mm -hmm. to be the one to steal them a series. He has to be the one making the most unbelievable save of the year candidate type of saves. And 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 he can do it. X factor. And he can do it with the way that he's played this season. So for me, New York Islanders uh, X factor has to be Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. I wanted to do something weird and say the X factor would be (laughs) Matt Barzal's ability to potentially play and have an impact in this series. But unlike you, I don't want to give too many cop out answers. No, I'm just playing. Brock Nelson, because I think it's the obvious choice that Sororkin is the guy that's going to need to steal this series. But the top line is going to get so much focus from the Boston Bruins. You know, if that is who they play, again, this could shuffle last minute. But if it is the Boston Bruins, or actually whoever they play, if it is Mm -hmm. Carolina, if it's, uh, sorry, you who can leapfrog? If it's Jersey even, they're going to have to focus on Bo Horvat, Anders Lee, and Josh Bailey giving a little bit of wiggle room to your boy Engvall and Nelson on that second line, which is where I think they're going to have to capitalize on every little opportunity that they have being a defense first team steal. So to me, it's got to be Brock Nelson and some of that peripheral scoring, even though he has had a great year. And I think he leads the team. Sure. He does with the goals. 75 points for Brock Nelson, my X factor for the New York Islanders. Yeah, it's kind of funny, even with the Horvat trade and hopefully they get Matt Barzell back. It's funny how we're saying the X-Factors have to be Elias Sorokin and Brock Nelson. I completely agree with you because Brock Nelson has been yeah. that kind of that, that player that has kept them in this uh, playoff hunt and kept them in to get into the playoffs as well, along with Elias Sorokin. Let's get over to big time bets soon. Flip, I'm not sure if you have any bets for the last Oh, you know I got night. Some. We got some bets for you. Okay, perfect, perfect. Only two games on the schedule uh, to choose from for your picks, though, on uh, Thursday night, Friday night? Thursday night, Friday night. 
Friday night, starting off the weekend, hot and heavy right now. First pick, yes, sir. I'm taking the Sabres on the money line against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Last game of the season, I'm going to just take the Sabres. I really liked what I've seen from Devin Levi as well. He's looked great mm-hmm. in the crease yeah. of the Sabres. I'm also going to take the Avalanche on the money line against the Nashville Predators. This could mean a lot for the Avalanche if, if they won last night. Uh, they could leapfrog the Dallas Stars to take top of that central division in the Western Conference. And then my lock of the night, I'm going to go with Amiko Ranson in anytime goal. Love it. And when you mention that Buffalo-Columbus game, the future is bright in Buffalo. And as much as, yeah, they missed out and it's probably disappointing, I don't think they really have anything to be disappointed about in terms of mm-hmm. this young team. Um, and now they have Levi in the mix. I mentioned Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin yesterday. Anyway, I just like the energy still for this Sabres team, yeah. whereas Columbus, that's just been a mess from start to finish. The over has gone over the number in eight of the last 10. I'm going to do a little same game parlay here with Buffalo and my last okay. flip triple dip of the year. Give me a Dylan Cousins anytime point along with the over six and a half goals and Buffalo on the money line. I don't have a lock. I just have a little same game parlay for all you fan duel fanatics out there. Buffalo money line over six and a half and Dylan Cousins anytime point. Slap a little 30 piece on that and let's make some playoff money. I like a lot of those picks as well. So I might have to parlay them with my three picks too. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, check out Game to Game. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Thanks again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Make sure you're staying tuned in for Saturday's episode where we talk about the Western Conference, and their X-Factor players and matchups. And again, have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.